Welcome to the Divine Temple's High Alchemy Podcast, where not only a place to have meaningful conversations, but also an opportunity to learn ancient wisdom and divine power. Are you looking for a safe space to explore the depths of your soul? We're passionate about helping people uncover their highest potential by diving into spiritual practices with intention and reverence. We welcome you with an open heart. So welcome to the Divine Temple podcast. In this podcast, we are going to have really cool interviews with all of our spiritual healers that are in the temple that are currently in the training and have already graduated from the training as well. And here I have my beautiful Daisy. I love you so much. Me and Daisy know each other for such a long time and we reconnected and we are in this journey together. We are expressing and getting to know each other from a place of love and higher consciousness from where we actually grew up um, in South LA. And here we are really transforming our lives uh, through prayer, meditation, connection, sisterhood, love, and embracing our shadow, growing, and healing. So I'm really excited that you get to be my first one that I interview. And I'm really excited just to get to know you a little bit better and everything that uh, you have to express so we can listen and hear, hear you and also embody all that you are, Daisy. So thank you for being here. Well, thank you so much. I'm very grateful for you and the space that you know, you're, you have for us and sharing and healing and the guidance. I'm, I'm grateful for all that. Thank you. So um, let's start with you telling us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background. Um, you can throw in um, everything that you went through, if uh, whatever you're most comfortable with, as um, of course. And just tell us about your journey, your spiritual journey. Yes, of course. So I'm going to start just from like childhood because I feel like that's uh, it has a lot to do with my journey. I mean, for all of us, I think it starts when you're a child, when you're like the most authentic, your your most authentic self. And um, for me, was um, always since childhood, I grew up with my grandparents and my parents. Like most of us in, in the Latin country uh, culture, um, we, you know, we grow, we grow up apart from our parents because they have to come to this country to, to find opportunities. And so that was my parents' story. And we, we, we grew up, my siblings and I grew up in Guatemala with our grandparents. And although our grandparents were very loving and I'm very grateful for them. Um, they did have a lot to do in my shaping of, uh, you know, the person that I wanted to be and also the love that I received as a child from them. But even though they were very loving, it still didn't feel the voidness that I felt of my parents. And um, so that was hard as a kid to understand that you know, I didn't have my parents and that feeling of, you know, I want to be with them. And so um, once once I did, I did um, come here and, and, and I lived with my parents. Um, it was a How little... How old were you when you lived with your parents? So I was born here, actually, in the United States. And then I moved when I was three. 
and I lived there until I was nine. So when I came here, when I came back, I was nine. And, you know, I had, I was very excited, of course, to, to, to be with my parents. Uh, my dad, I could really, didn't really remember him. Uh, my mom, I had seen a few years before, before moving, moving in with them or moving back with them. Um, but it was, it was very exciting, you know, being with them. And it was sad to leave my grandparents behind because there were like parents, you know, I didn't call them grandparents. They were like my parents, uh, for me and my siblings. Um, but you know, then, um, moving here and living with my parents, um, it was a little sh shocking and a little disappointing disappointing because my dad um he was an alcoholic and um you know totally not what I expected and so um even though I was only nine um it just felt like it wasn't right and I loved my dad very very much and I think that um since very young it was like a thing that, I don't know as a girl I guess I just hold him on like a pedestal like my dad is so strong my dad is this my dad is so handsome and mm -hmm. so um you know once I I got to meet him and 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 live with him it was a little disappointing the fact that you know he was an alcoholic and you know as an alcoholic person as a person with addiction it comes with a lot of stuff and so I got to see mm -hmm. that side of him and I was very disappointed by that and um you know I saw my mom uh, being in a relationship, but also being the head of the house, you know, uh, supporting us and, and all of that made me, gave me a sense of like disappointing of, you know, my dad and a little disappointed of my mom as well to, to see, you know, I didn't understand. I just kind of questioned why she was in that relationship. And, uh, what was that? Why she put up with that. Why she put up with it. And, you know, I would tell her, like, very young mom, you know, you deserve better. You deserve better. And, um, you know, my dad was in and out of our lives. And until I was about 13 or 14, um, he just decided to leave and he left to Guatemala. And, um, a year later, he passed away, and he was actually murdered in um, Guatemala, and that was a big trauma for me because we didn't have the best of a uh, of of a relationship at that time. So it was really hard. Oh, there was a lot of unsaid things. Um, there was a lot of guilt on my side, uh, and it just didn't feel like I had a closure with him. Mm -hmm. And also, I feel like at that time of my life, I was 14, I was developing myself. So it also caused this trauma where I feel like I closed myself off to people for a few years, uh, where it was really hard for me to be like a loving person. I just, I was really lost on who, what kind of person I wanted to be, uh, you know, uh, you you think that you sh you shield yourself and protect yourself and you put up a wall because you don't want anyone to hurt you. And so that's what I did. Um, 
And so um, that that affected my relationships in a way. Um, when it came to like a, being in a relationship, I feel that um, the disappointment that I felt and like the biggest male figure in my life, like it lit. Like he let me down, and in my view, he let me down. So I felt like every man after that was gonna let me down. So I kind of have uh, expected that from people, and also had to kind of like do everything on my own, like be my mom pretty much, but not put up with it more so I can that sense of independence. Um. So yeah, my journey was. A, a little bit um I think like in when it came to relationship I was, I was just you know um I had a wall up and um yeah and then you know um I met my my kid's dad and I think after that that's when my healing journey started when it came to relationships when it came to myself and the person I really wanted to be um because um, here's this person, this man that I have this strong feeling for, and uh, it just didn't feel like that person felt the same for me. Yet for some reason, I just wanted to be with that person, even though it was someone that was not giving me what I wanted at that time, what I should receive from a, a partner from a relationship what I should be getting from a from a relationship um and it drove me to a place where I was very angry and I was tired of the same thing the same relationship um the resentment that I felt for the past events in my life just surfaced I was very very angry and I reflect a lot on that because it started from that moment where it was like a rage that I felt, and um, this is about nine years ago, and um, I was very lost, and I felt that I didn't, I felt like I didn't belong. I felt like even that I didn't like people, um, I didn't like myself. I was very unhappy. It just felt very dark. Uh, I was in a very dark place. I, my relationships were getting affected, family, friendships, because I just didn't like anyone. But, you know, um, so that forced me to really look in, inside of me and ask myself, why am I feeling this way? And um, I thought it was them, you know, they're making me feel like this. It's them, them, them. I couldn't really blame myself. And um, two years after my separation and after I started looking inward and just, you know, really looking at the role that I played in everything. That's when I started healing and started taking responsibility for my actions um, instead of blaming others. 
and that really helped me to want to just heal and, and you know forgive and let go because I think I couldn't really let go because I couldn't know I didn't know how to forgive I didn't know how to take responsibility for for the part that I played in everything um, for the role that I played in my life pretty much and that just really came with maturity and the experiences that I had and being in that dark place where I'm so grateful that I was able to get out. I think I'm already sounding like myself. I don't know if you have questions for me, but I can keep going. <laughs> so, you know, it's very interesting that you mentioned the time when you were around 14, when your dad passed away. And I know that was the time where you and I had like some little beef with each other and you know, at that time, I considered you my friend. And then we had a little breakup between our relationship. And I didn't quite mm -hmm. understand um, what was happening that you that I feel like you betrayed me or that why couldn't we like keep our friendship because I loved you. And I feel like we had that but now to see like, it just brings me to a place of compassion. Like we just don't know what people are going through and what the experiences are for them to do or react a certain way because now I feel like oh like you know I have such a sense of more compassion um and not just compassion like an understanding um and this is why I'm gonna love these interviews because I think that it just it brings that moment of like we're human beings and when we are experiencing something um the actions that we can do can lead us um into a path of understanding uh, more about ourselves when we do go inward and when we do the work and how beautiful would it have been if at that time you had the tools that you have now I mean you could have gotten yourself out of that um, darkness right away but um, because you didn't have them and you are here where you're at now you know I know that everything comes to you exactly when it needs to um, in divine timing because that's how spirit works but how beautiful it is to me to see that um, reflection back from just us because we go way back, we go elementary school way back. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm really, I'm really grateful for you sharing that part of, the, of your story. Yeah, and you know, I feel like this is the time where also as a teenager, you're really, without having all this trauma, there's a lot of going on physically in your body, the changes in your body. So you feel a little confused on what's going on and plus having all these other events uh, happening around you, and it, it can be very traumatic for for someone. Um, and also, like you mentioned, compassion. I think that's the major thing that played a part in my healing has been being also compassionate towards people in my life that I thought that let me down. You know, now I see it as a different perspective when you see it from a from a compassion, you know, way because. Um, they didn't know any better. And this is what I always tell myself as well. Like, I didn't know any better when I made mistakes, you know, and I still make mistakes. And you can only grow from your experiences and you can choose to be a different person. You can, but it takes work and it takes really looking at yourself. And sometimes it's very shameful. And that's the thing that we avoid, I think. You know, and I, and I have to sit with shame a lot of times, but at this point in my life, I feel like 
everything I do, I just really do it from a place where it doesn't cause me any shame, you know? And that came from just really compassion for others and understanding that we're all humans, but we can also all heal if you really look inward and you're honest and you do the work as part as it is. I also love how you, um, you know, you realize that, you know, victim consciousness is when we are blaming everyone for all of our experiences. That's it never was. And I really love that you had an understanding of that it was no longer blaming others in the situations that were happening around you, but it was more like, what is it in me? Like, what, what do I need to do? What do I need to change in order for my life to change? And that's, I mean, taking full responsibility for ourselves is like the hardest work that we have to do, but it must be done because everything that we're experiencing, those emotions, the, the inner chaos, even our relationships, the type of relationships we're attracting has is coming from within us. It's coming from that, that we're feeling. Um, and um, I don't know if you relate the anger that you had towards like your ex-partner as well towards the anger that you had with your dad. Yeah, 100%. It was like, here, here I am again, you know, feeling very disappointed towards someone. And when is it going to stop? And I feel like because my dad was not around anymore, I really took that anger out on him. And, um, and it was really bad. Like it was a rage. Like it, it was really, really bad where to the point where I didn't recognize myself. And then afterwards I was very disappointed in myself of how I, certain things, how I reacted, what I said, things that I said, you know, and that also played a big role in my healing and wanting to be different and deal with things differently. So, um, yeah, you, you connect, you know, it, it comes from somewhere. And also the fact that your parents left. Um, I know that most uh, um, Mexicans and Guatemalans, Salvadorians, everyone that had to be uh, left behind, because um, I know that my mom had to be left behind in order for my grandmother to come, has this feeling of abandonment. And this feeling of abandon of, of not feeling secure and growing up with that not feeling secure just makes you, especially for us women, having to be strong all the time. It doesn't really allow us to be fully in our femininity because we have to be strong. We have to play this wall, this role of having to protect ourselves. I know you mentioned this that you had to start taking care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, it also comes like where you grew up. Like, <laughs> um, if if you look at like you know the hood, South Central, yeah. you, you're surrounded by this energy where most women are taking care of themselves and their family, you know, and you carry on that energy. And I feel like I also carry that energy from my mom, and 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 then also. I reflect a lot on this because I'm like, how can you find a partner that's going to really be that masculine energy if you also have that masculine energy? And I feel like I had that a lot where I didn't really let a man 
do what it was what they were supposed to do as a man in the relationship or in partnership because I was so scared to rely on someone else. So I would just do it, do it, do it. And that didn't help me really. But then at the same time, I knew I shouldn't be the one doing all this things. So it was a disappointing. Uh, it was disappointing. It was a disappoint constantly, constant disappointment, you know. But um, this is why I also love the course that, that you offer, the, the spiritual healing course. The, you know, it just teaches you so much because um, we carry this energy, and that, that's exactly my life. Like I carry my mom's energy of she had to do it and then I felt like I had to and it didn't allow me to really find the right partner. Tell us a little bit about your journey with cancer. Yeah. And You're like, I was going to get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let me get to that for now. But, you know, can't the, my journey with breast cancer, it, it's both ways. It's, it's also like beauty and like it's a thing where it's an experience of like, I have both feelings. Like, you know, it's hard, but at the same time, I see the beauty in that and the blessing. I, I don't know how to really describe it, but I was diagnosed two years ago in 2020 with breast cancer. And I was in a, a my life was pretty stable. I was in a newly relationship and, um, when I got diagnosed, it was like the worst feeling ever because you hear cancer, you feel like you're just going to die. So that's how I felt when I was diagnosed. I just felt like I'm going to die eventually. And, this, you know, it was like I was seeing my, the end of my days. That's how I felt. And um, I didn't want to tell people because I just didn't know. I just felt like it meant like I'm going to die. And um, I didn't really tell people. Um, I told the closest people to me. And um, at that time, my, there was like an issue with my health insurance. So I couldn't really see a specialist right away. So I had to kind of figure that part out. So I had to kind of sit with that feeling of like not really knowing like what exactly my diagnosis was, what kind of breast cancer it was. It took a few months before I even got like a biopsy and really knew like, okay, I'm there's possibility that I can survive it, but it was really hard. And um, that really helped me. Um, it just kind of like, it came right, it came at the right place for me to, to, to realize and also see the blessing behind it all. Um, you know, I didn't feel like even though as hard as it was to be diagnosed with breast cancer, I didn't feel alone. Um, I felt supported by my loved ones. I felt I'm not going to do it alone. You know, I didn't feel that sense of abandonment and the feelings that I've had over the years, you know, where I'm alone. I'm alone. I have to do everything alone. For once, I didn't feel that way. And that's my blessing it through my journey that I didn't I didn't have to go through it alone and that just kept me strong and and, and always helped me shift my perspective towards my journey and there were times where I will ask myself 
did I do something? You know, did I do something to to cause this uh, this sickness that I I don't know, you know, you you find, trying to find a reason, but then once I realized, and instead of asking why uh, it happened, I started always asking, what can I learn from this journey? What can I learn mm-hmm. from this journey? That's you know, beautiful. what can I? What is it trying to teach me? And how can I be better? And once I put that in my head and said, what can I learn from this journey? It just everything was. Every feeling, every situation, once every, it was hard, but once I overcame that situation, it just felt better and better. And, you know, it's still, it's still a part of my journey. I'm still continuing to work on seeing the, the bright side of it and um, the healing that it's had in my life and the growth that I had in my life as a person um and that's like that's the biggest blessing for me it just doesn't allow me to see that journey as a really horrible experience horrible journey or horrible I went through this it really can't it doesn't allow me to see it that way because there's just so much blessings that I was able to see through that journey, you know, um, but yeah, I feel I don't like know. it's locked in you. Like I feel like, um, the beginning, cause you were right in the course when you were going through it. And I, I remember you struggling, but then now that, you know, that you're back in the course, I, I see that you're more soft and like you're more softer, you're more relaxed, like you're much more calmer than what you were before. And I feel like um, it just softened. It's like the universe, like through you, like God was like, "Hey, like you need to feel supported. You need to feel loved. Here you go. This is the way you're gonna feel it." Um, as hard as that sounds, but um, it just really it feels like it. It seems like that was what you needed to like have a little wake up call. You know, the like how I see it, and I always, I often talk to my partner about this is that. If I wouldn't have gone through this experience, I don't know how long it would. I know I would have gotten there, but I don't know how long it would have taken me there because I already, I was already in that path. But this experience helped me be vulnerable, which was something that was really hard for me to do. But at this time, I had no choice but to be vulnerable. I had no choice but to depend on others, which is something that I couldn't do before. And now it's like have no choice but to be vulnerable and let someone take care of you. And as hard as it was, it helped me trust people again. It helped me, you know, one of the hardest things in this journey, well, uh, growing up was the resentment towards my mom, not for what she, the role, not what for what she did to me. It was more like she didn't, do something directly to me but just staying in that relationship with my dad and made me feel like she thought about herself you know as a woman she thought about herself first and it was really hard it was this resentment of like you should have left and maybe right but I don't know right this is how I felt you should have left but me and maybe would I would have had a little more stability I wouldn't have seen that back and forth 
and and you know how my dad acted these were my thoughts but her fully being there as well through my journey with cancer fully being there helped me let go of that resentment and allowing her to be there fully for me and it happened it just that was another blessing you know having her there 100 percent being there for me as a mom just brought all this compassion and for her just you know knowing that she just didn't know any better you know and that she does love me that she is there for me and this is the best way that she could have showed up for me you know she showed up for me when I needed her the most and then it's never too late and she was there and I'm grateful for that and that has helped me let go of a lot of resentment has healed our relationship we have much better relationship um you know more understanding more loving more more communication so that's that's another blessing that came out through this experience for me I remember when you first were diagnosed and I I had a talk with your mom and she was so heartbroken and I remember her saying, like, why couldn't I be the one who got it? Like, why Daisy? Like, so funny. <laughs> She's like, why, why couldn't I get it? Like, it should have been me instead of her. She's so young and she was so heartbroken. Um, you know, and I had to, you know, give her some words of encouragement, of course, and just let her know that you were gonna be fine and that, you know, prayed for you and that everyone's praying for you, that we're all holding you in this healing light and knowing that God is working through you and that every part of your body is healing and you know and I just I you know I told her that she just needed to be there for you and I think she really loves you and just seeing um, that you were able to really forgive and let go and I feel like that's also part of of what the journey that you got cancer for as well you know letting go of that and building that that um that feminine bond with your mom again which is beautiful because um we we kind of we kind of need we need that right we kind of need that support from our from our physical mothers and for us that don't have our physical mothers we need to at least forgive from our heart space um so we can be peaceful because peace is so important right Yeah, you know, and moving forward now in life, I feel like I have the tools to to have better relationships. And I know I always say the old me wouldn't do this, the old me, you know, but it, this journey did transform me. And, and, and it, I am a different person. And it's never like, sometimes I'm like, I wish I, you know, this would have happened when I was a little younger, you know, but it's never too late. It happens at the right time. Like, you know, the way you think, and it just feels like a puzzle. And now it feels like it's all makes sense. And um, yeah, that's how I see my journey. Like now, um, looking back, it just makes sense. Everything. And at the point where this, this is like the hardest thing that I had to overcome in my life, the, the breast cancer. But it's also been like the eye opening, the blessing in disguise mm-hmm. that made me realize a lot of things about life. You know, that now I feel like I have the tools to be the person that I was meant to be, that I want to be, 
where I don't have to feel ashamed, where I don't have to feel, you know, this this negative feelings. I mean, you're always going to have that, but, you know, I feel like I have the tools to just be better. Yeah. And I love that you said that, that, you know, we're always going to feel um, neg- neg- negative. We're always going to feel our emotions. It's about feeling them though, and going through them and actually sitting with our emotions that actually liberates us from um, all the chaos that comes. It's taking those moments of dealing with it now, instead of having to elongate into our lives where then something does happen, an event where we have no choice but to look at them. And so I'm, I'm really grateful that you were able to do this. And also because you do have your kids, you have two daughters and, you know, doing the work that you're doing is not just helping you, but it's also putting that foundation for your daughters to actually live more freely and be able to express themselves more without having to carry that baggage of the lineage, you know, that anger, frustration, resentment, because if you, if you didn't kill it with your mom, then it was going to happen to you. And we know that cycle, how it just repeats itself and it keeps on going and going and going until someone in the family like you says I'm done with this I'm not going to do this I'm going to be the one that breaks the cycle in our family yeah and in my family definitely starting with me I think that you know breaking the cycles of of things and also the cycle of like avoiding avoiding things you know like I see how my mom learns from me, you know, like the things that I'm learning, you see how she wants to get involved. And she also wants to, to learn and, you know, and she follows because she sees the changes in me. She sees that, you know, it's working that you're, there's, there's so many things that come and then she's like, Oh, I want, I want to know too. I want to heal too. I want to learn too, you know, which is, it's nice. I love your mom. I'm very proud of her. Yeah. Yeah, like when I give her homework, she's like, yeah, yeah, I, I just, I love seeing her. And I just, I really think that she's growing. And I think it's beautiful that you are showing that example and that you're leading that path. And it's always when we do it, and we're not preaching people about doing it themselves, we're just living our life authentically. And then people see it in us. They're like, wow, like, what are they doing? What is she doing? Um, you know, I, I want that as well. Like I want, I want my life to be that way. And then they start asking questions. And I think that's the most beautiful part about it. Yes. <laughs> that's how I feel. I feel like, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of things, but once you're open to it, you're just open to healing. And the biggest thing for sure is that victim mentality. Just don't don't get into that victim mentality. We can all heal no no matter what your trauma has been. If you want to heal, you can't. It's work. And even, you know, it, it will come back because it happens to me, those feelings of like, you know, what I went through and that then... I didn't understand a lot of things before this journey. Like I didn't understand depression. I didn't understand how someone can really just let go of themselves, you know, and, and, and lose that hope and lose that, that fight in them. And there was moments where I was in that thin line where I could, could have let it go, let go. I could have just not wanted, you know, given up. 
and I had to just really just fight for my life and say no like I don't want to let go I have reasons to fight for I have reasons to live I have I want to live and that was an eye-opening as well seeing how how close it can be you can get to that point where you can just let go and stop fighting it's a constant fight I think every day you really have to choose you you want to be here you really have to choose if you want to be here how you want to be here what kind of person you want to to be in this world and what are you going to do about it I feel like I'm more conscious about that every day like what kind of person I want to be, especially when you're in a situation where death is so close, you're like, how do I want to be remembered? Then you start worrying about that, those things. Like, if I die, how do I want people to remember me? Like a person that, you know, lives, and that will come to my mind. I want people to remember me by knowing that I, I want to live, I want to, I fought, and I was, you know, uh, uh, Someone that some someone can look at and say, you know what? I like that she fought for her life and she didn't give up. And that those things will come up all the time. That's so beautiful. I just, I, I love that because you know, just really us stepping into that place of grabbing all this strength from God because it's it's it is about relying on God. It's not, not no more about our physical self, but relying on this higher power to take over and to give us the strength that we're looking for. And um, I know that um, you did get that through prayer. You did get that through your devotion and your practice as well, because you have to rely on this higher power because otherwise you just, you just cannot without it. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I feel like 100% my trust and God and people help me. That's exactly feeling that I can trust God and I can trust the people around me and I can rely on them and God. I felt like I got this, you know, knowing that they got me as well. I knew the, the whole time God is not going to let me you know, he's going to get me through it. I know that. I got closer to God. I got closer to my spiritual side. I, I trusted myself more. And, and it's just, it was a beautiful journey for me. And, and that's why, where it's like hard, but then there was so much beauty in it. So much things that I learned that it just, the gratitude that I got out of it and that, I came out with the gratitude that I came out with from this experience is really, really amazing how grateful I am for the experience, for the people around me, just for life, you know? And you also had no kind of, you had no other choice but to also trust the, your partner as well. I remember that was one of your struggles because you had to be strong all the time. You were the one who had to take care of everyone, your children. You had to be the one who was always working. You're also Capricorn, which you like working. This is like any of you like prosperity, like money. And so you had no choice but to actually rely on him. And I remember, I remember your struggle. You're like, oh, I don't want to like, you know, but you had like no choice, but to, for the first time, actually rely on a man to actually help you. And I think one thing I'm going to let you talk in this one second. Um, (laughs) I think that um, this is when we start really putting into practice that, you know, a man, um, a job, 
um, any nothing is our prosperity. God is the flow of our prosperity. However it comes, God is taking care of us somehow. And just how it happened that you got in this relationship with someone who wanted to take care of you, who is actually very alpha, very like, hey, I'm going to take care of you. I know that he's German, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he has like this energy of like, I want to take care of my woman. And I know that you have like no choice but to actually trust that. Yes, 100%. And like, for once in my life, I, I mean, you can think of, if you think about it, like I'm in this process of dealing with this sickness, and I'm so vulnerable, and I feel defeated physically and emotionally. And I think finally, I have a man in my life that I can count on. I finally feel like the first man in my life that has not let me down, that's there for me through this journey when I needed someone the most, you know? Like, it showed up, like, those those times where I didn't have that, it just made up in this one time. And that's, like, fulfilling for me. It's okay, like, this one time, I finally have that man that I've always wanted and my dad and my other relationships you know so it's just beautiful it's just that's how I see it it's just beautiful what a blessing that's what I think I'm like wow how God is just sending us messages like hey I'm gonna take care of you no matter what here you go like here's here is like your what you need and this is what you need for your healing journey and this is what you're going to get for your healing journey but you have no other choice but to look and heal your own self and healing is a process i mean we're continuously going to be healing throughout our lifetimes we're going to continuously be growing expanding uh, but it's actually those moments where we can really see spirit really working through our lives are just so magical and divine. And we can see these miracles continuously in our life every single moment if we start paying attention of how they're coming through. Yeah. All yeah. right, sister, I just want to thank you so much, Daisy, um, for being with me on this time together and um, just your light, your beauty, and everything that you're called. Um, Daisy uh, is a student of a spiritual healer training, and she will be graduating soon. So I'm just happy that we get to walk on this journey together. And if you want to just have a conversation with Daisy, you can always send her a message on Instagram or whatever it is, um, any of her platforms. Um, I love you, Daisy, and stay I tuned. Love you. For our other um, our other interviews that we're going to be hosting every Monday, there's going to be a new live interview conversations, and they're not just interviews. They're really like getting to know like the path that we're all going through. Blessings. Thank you, Thank you so much for the space that you're holding for everyone to share their journey. Um, so beautiful. I'm so grateful for you being in my life. You know, part of my healing comes because of you I mean you're like kind of like the guidance through it so I'm grateful for that and God knows exactly like you know when to place people in your life and like hold on to those moments where it just feels like right you know there's going to be days when it doesn't but hold on to those days because we all have those days where it feels right and then it does and it feels right and then it doesn't kind of just ride the wave and I'm grateful for you and for mm -hmm. everything that you do, the time that you take. I, I love you for that. Thank you. I'll take that into my heart. But what I always say, it's never me, it's always God. 
Right. Yeah. I always say that it's, you know, we're, we're all simply clear vessels that God is using and God is the one that does everything, whatever you want to call God, the universe, the Joshua, um, Allah, Allah, I mean, it's the same presence, the same essence, the same energy that's for us, a loving, kind presence that is here for us. And I love so that. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. Subscribe now for weekly episodes and tune in today for inspiring conversations about personal growth, healing energy work, manifestation techniques, ancestral lineage healing, and so much more.